ugly coffee cups. Wait, okay. <laughs> Pull that mic up. Say it again. What are you saying? Okay, so I'm sorry I'm late, but I was... Today's technically my day off. I know. You're such a champ for No, no, no. Out. This is super fun. That's why I'm doing it on my day off. Because my... it was supposed to be a different kind of conversation that we were having. But no, it's okay. It's fine. So uh, it's my day off, and this is Thursdays are when I have uh, like three hours, uh, just me. Like no kids, no work. So um, today I went to my favorite thif- thrift store. Where is that? It's off of Breaker Lane. It's St. Vinny's. So it's oh. like a – it was originally off SoCo, so it was super trendy, but like – SoCo is expensive, like so, the real oh, estate. Yeah. yeah. So they moved it to Breaker, and it's like the cutest place. So I always go with like a ton of donations because I know that's going to go to St. Vincent. Yeah, yeah. And then I go in and I and like, you buy stuff. I buy stuff. So like I always go first to the uh, coffee mug sec- section. Really? Yeah, because I cannot stand ugly coffee mugs. Like I. What's an ugly coffee? Like, like are being church mugs? Ugly? No, those are those are legit. Th- they look good. Yeah, okay. the f- yeah, those are those are nice. But like some of them are horrendous. Well, <laughs> Father Doug drinks coffee out of this mug, and I'm like, coffee is such a wonderful thing. Is it his relevant radio mug? No, I, no, it's just it's tan with a green <laughs> stripe. Anyway, I can't, I can't. So coffee should have a proper a proper place. I can't believe you right now. No, I'm I'm. I refuse at home. <laughs> like at home, I refuse to drink out of a, a mug that's not adorable. Really? So I realized. I realized that because that, I'm adorable. <laughs> so that I realized that. So Vinny's has like the sweetest. Huh. So cool. I go and I always look at them. Well, I I I have enough right now, and I can't buy any more. And I'm the only coffee drinker in my house. So. Oh really? Yeah, I can't get any more. Oh. Both coffee and spirits. Really? My husband does not drink coffee or spirits. Really? Right. Huh. Yeah, it's interesting. Is a spirit a beer as well? I guess. He doesn't drink No, beer. no, any like alcohol. Oh, okay. Just, no. So anyway, uh, I decided that I would buy one for Father for him. Doug. Oh, I nice don't know if he's going to use it or not. Did he like it? Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I was like, hey, ah. hey, I didn't bring you coffee because I told him that I would, but then this is late. So I was like, I didn't bring you coffee. Like I literally walked in his, with like this coffee mug and I was like coffee cup in a little saucer. And I was like, oh. here you go. Um, I didn't bring you coffee, but uh, I brought you a coffee, a proper coffee mug. Yeah. And um, you need to probably wash that because it came from a thrift store. <laughs> well, I'm sure that's why he was, he was like, all right. Okay. Here we go. This girl, she spent a whole, it was 50 cents. Dude, thrifting. I need to get into it. Well, here's the thing. I just, I've realized that, um, like old stuff is made way better than new stuff. Yeah. Furniture wise or like, so all the stuff that I get there, like I just got a super cute coffee table for $29 for my new stuff sitting room that used like, to be my garage okay maybe this can be the topic of this episode thrifting and <laughs> well it's like, consumption again like right <clears throat> that's actually what we're gonna hey i'm elisa i'm tom welcome to the being church podcast And so, so yeah, we were going to talk about consuming versus creating or like, I don't know if it's necessarily a versus, but those two things. And so I just got to a place in my life where I was just like, I need to like, as a faithful 
Catholic who is a steward of all the things I have, I need to like really think about why I, why I have to have new stuff or what, what actually needs to be new and what doesn't. Part of that originally was that like I was a stay at home mom with a teacher husband, but like more and more now it's just like, "Mm, okay, like what do do I actually need? need? Right. Right. Yeah. I think, I need to get into thrifting and it's, it's tough because it's like some stuff is like, eh, oh, I really, real bad. yeah, I don't right. want that ever, but I'll bring some stuff home and junior will be like, really, Elisa, that's going to end up being in your next pile <laughs> that, that you're going to take right back to Vinny's. I'm like, <laughs> it's true. There must be stuff that's on the cycle like that. Yeah. Right? But anyway, but like, but I'm like doing a vinyl coffee now. Vinyl? And, yeah, because I got one for my birthday. My mom bought me oh, a, like a record player. Yeah. Come on. I'm 20, almost 26. I'll be 26 by the time this episode comes out. Really? Wait, it's almost your birthday? My birthday's on Monday, the 24th. Really? Yep. Oh. Um, wait, okay. So you're getting into records, vinyls? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so that's they have really records cool. there. And yeah. so that's what I mean. Like, it's not just like, I don't know. Well, so I think that we are like programmed to consume, right? Everything is just like there's ads everywhere. Like we're always, always, always being primed to consume. Um, I'm watching Mad Men right now for the first time. Have you ever watched this show? Oh, wait. That's with a really good actor. Uh, yeah, I forget his name. Yeah, I, but I've heard that like that is a real. It's a good show. It's not appropriate. It's right. like inappropriate all the time. But uh, it's good. And so this the main character, Don Draper, is a uh, he's a an advertising mogul in, in New York city. And so he's all about like, what is happiness? What is that? There's like this theme satisfaction, Mm -hmm. this theme of satisfaction and consuming and happiness that is running through, um, the show. And like the iron, the ironic thing is like, he's selling happiness to people, but he can't find it himself, you know? And so it's like this big search. And so way back before I started watching this show, I had this idea of like, consuming versus creating because I am always consuming. I am always watching Netflix. I'm always on YouTube. I'm always on Facebook. I'm always at work. I'm always reading. Like there's always stuff going in. And, um, I don't know about you, but like when I am sitting on the couch all day watching Netflix or doing consuming all this stuff, I start to like, yeah, I become very, um, I don't know. My personality kind of flatlines, right? I become less of myself. Yeah, absolutely. And so I was thinking about like, I don't know. When we consume all this stuff, we kind of lose ourselves. Like, obviously, there's stuff we need to consume. Yeah. We need to consume food. We need to consume knowledge. Um, I think everybody. But gets there's this. a tipping point, right? Yeah, I remember one time doing a lesson with the with the teenagers about. Try, I was trying to uh, make the gifts of the Holy Spirit a little bit more concrete for them, and so I wanted to talk about gifts, right? And we talked about Christmas gifts, and I was like, you know, tell me one thing that you wanted so bad you know, yeah. uh, last year. And so they all wrote down what they wanted and if they got it. And then I'm like, where is that thing now? Right. Collecting and so, dust. yeah, they even know. And mm-hmm. so, you know, when we talked about the actual gifts of the spirit, the things that cannot, um, you know, courage. So like, that's not something that can, but yeah, like I think we all get that when we consume it, it, it leaves us wanting. Always. Yeah. And it's because like what we're consuming is not totally fulfilling, right? There's always another Netflix show. There's always, there's always something more and there. That's just kind of how this life is, right? Yeah. Because there's always something more and you know, we're faithful people. So we say like, it's God, the right. God shaped hole in your heart. <laughs> so Isn't that sweet. cute? So Come sweet. on. Seventies. Um, but 
it's true. Like we're all kind of looking for something. And so I don't know. I was thinking about this. This was right when I moved to Austin. So I was like living on my own, a little isolated because I didn't really have friends yet. Emily didn't live here yet. And I was like noticing that I was kind of flatlining when yeah. it came to my personality. And I, I was thinking about it. I was like, I'm doing all this consuming. What's the opposite of consuming? I need to do that to like counteract right. this. I was wow. Like, that's, well, I need to deep thoughts. Yeah. I need to create. And that kind of got me thinking a little bit about what does it mean to create and why is that? Because I think that when we create, like whether it's like woodworking or painting or writing or serving others, by creating, I just mean like going outside of yourself and putting something into this world. Right. Yes, absolutely. It's like, what are we doing? Well, we're, we're using what we've consumed to like, to, I don't, I can't, this is still not a full thought. No, 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 but I think. But I think that's really important that like that gives an answer to when we feel like that, like when we feel like we're over consuming, there is an answer. And the answer is like we need to create something. We need to put something forth into yeah. the world. And so like and I think that that could be as simple as, um, you know, uh, praying, like praying for somebody or just like, you know, speaking into right. existence, something that wasn't there that's helpful versus right. harmful. Right. And this is more than I want to say, like, this is more than just having a hobby. Right. I'm not like to be a healthy person, you have to have a hobby. Sure. Of course you do. But like, I'm talking about some, some deeper, uh, something deeper here. Like there is, I think that there is something human about creating. Absolutely. Like, I think that when we, when we get away from the overconsumption and we turn back towards consuming what we need, but then creating, like going outside of ourselves and doing this new action, there's something intrinsically human about that. Right. Um, it's kind of, I mean, it goes all the way. When I was on the way over here thinking about this, I was like, you know, this this goes all the way into like even, even um, like when we use, like when we objectify somebody and we consume them and we use them for our own gain. Yeah. Like, let's just say like marital embrace, right? Right, right. right. Like let's say, let's say you're, you, you're not married or whatever. And you just like use somebody up. That's like consuming them exactly. versus how you feel when this is the, when you're uh, with your spouse and you're, you have the opportunity to create life. Yeah. Like those two, even just kind of the sense of those two things, it's just really different. Yeah. And, um, like, creating life and being a, a create a co-creator with God, like that is very, uh, life giving, you yeah. know, uh, in like the literal sense, but also just in the spiritual sense. Mm-hmm. So anytime I do anything that like when I sit down and I, uh, for work and I, uh, that's why like when I actually am doing the work, when I'm like creating relationships yep. with teenagers, yep. I'm so much more alive. than when I'm just like sitting and like opening emails and exactly. consuming the stuff that I need to exactly. So theologically, we read that like God created Adam and Eve in the garden to be kind of co-creators with him, yeah. to take care of the garden, to till it, to make sure things were happening, right? Um, kind of sustainers. Obviously, God created, but like he left man in charge to do a shadow of that work, a shadow of what God had has done. And so um, I think what you said to be a co-creator, it's not that we're it's not that we're doing it on our own. It's not that we're like creating something on our own that is fulfilling. I think it's fulfilling because we do it in conjunction with God, like in cooperation with God. Father James said something really interesting in our RCA class. I think it was RCA on Tuesday. He was saying that he doesn't believe this is one of his original thoughts. You might've heard it before. He doesn't believe that there's any new pieces of art. Oh yeah. 
He says that all art has existed in the mind of God, and a great artist cooperates with God to bring it forth into the visible world. Yeah. Right? And so, like, this is a part of, this goes wider than just creating. I'm not saying that, like, every short story, every poem, or every blog post, or whatever that I write is, like, God's revelation. But it reveals part of who I am and who God is. And And so there's something revelatory about this. There's something divine about creating. I... I cannot put my, I've been thinking about this for a year and I can't put my finger on it. Well, but here's the thing. And I think that this will lead into another podcast or something like this is a conversation that I want to have with you here or somewhere else. I don't know. Yeah. But one of the things that I have learned over the years is, uh, and it took a while is to embrace my specific gifts. I think I brought that up like last night yeah. when we were, yeah. when we were talking, like yeah, talk about that. when I, like whenever I realized, um, uh, for so, for so long, it was like, Oh, that person's good at that. And like, that's, you know, I, that's a bummer that I can't do whatever, whatever I just can do blah. Um, but I think the more that I have known God and the more that he's revealed to me, like these are the things that I gave specifically to you, mm-hmm. to you that I want you to use out in the world. And when I use those things to create something, anything, but usually it ends up being something special. Like if it's a retreat or if it's a, if I'm using my gifts and I'm taking my, um, like, what am I going to get out of this? Out of the equation. And it's just purely, like, I'm doing this because I just love it, right? I, it, it, the end game is not really where it's at. It's just like, I love this and I feel most myself in this and I'm using the things that I've been given. It usually ends up being something really great. Hmm. And and then God is manifested through me because I've kind of, it's weird. I've kind of taken myself out of it, but I've also put my whole self into it. Yeah, right. You, you did all the work, but you didn't. Right, right, <laughs> right. But and so that's important because you don't have to be an artist to be able to create something, right? You right. can be a parent, you can be a church worker, you can be a whatever, and right. do something to contribute to the rather, world. right, rather than just consume it all. Just take, take, take. Right, because there's yeah, I've been getting frustrated with that take, take, take attitude lately. It's here a little bit, but it's everywhere. Yeah, you know, we're we're always take, and take, it's take. It's really hard, like as speaking as a parent. Like, it's really hard. My husband and I have real stories of growing up in that, in, in a, in like kind of situations that were lacking, like financially. My mom was a single mom. His parents raised six kids and his dad was disabled from the time he was 23 on. So like, it's really hard to raise kids understanding what it is to really appreciate and not take, take, and not just assume that you can just consume, consume, consume right. with like no thought to anything. Right. We were not raised like that. Like that is not how we yeah. move through the world. Everything is like a, oh my goodness, like this is so special. It's not a like, I'm going to use this up until it just mm-hmm. is gone. And, and our kids, um, because they've never lacked, they just. But how do you, so how do you like perpetuate that? Is it is it that like you just live to your means and you really value that you really value like special things or like yeah. what what do you what is that? Well, I don't. Or maybe I, it's different for everybody. But. I think it's identifying at first, like oh my gosh, like this is something that we'll actively have to teach because we just kind of had to learn it because of our circumstances. Yeah, like, it's stuff that you actually have to teach, just like work ethic and right. things that you kind of just don't understand that like have to be taught to your kids. But I think it's just um, a lot of like 
paying attention to the like the world around us. That's yeah. the other part of like this consumption thing that really gets to me because social justice is such a big part of my heart. It really literally pains me to see mm. so many people consuming, consuming, consuming um, when there are so many people who just cannot. I mean, I was at yeah. Vinny's 20 minutes ago and I was there, you know, like with this, like, here I am, I'm going to give a bunch of stuff. I'm going to buy whatever I want in here. Um, look at me. I'm doing so good for the earth. Right. Um, and there were actually clients there right. that were there getting things to survive. Right. Yeah. And it's just, it's just kind of realizing, um, realizing what we're doing when we're just like taking and, and I, I think that's part of it. I don't think we do it maliciously. Oh no! I mean, maybe, but not. I don't think most, most people, people don't. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think most people don't. I think most people are not aware, and so it takes moments of like eye opening, like oh, I think of like the spiritual search for more. There's also, always the search. Sure. We started uh, RCA and confirmation this week, and a number of people. You know, we start by saying like, so why are you here? Yeah, and a number of people say like. Um, okay, I've done this for 30 or 35 years, 40 years. And there's, I know there's something more and I'm here to find out if this is it, you know, like, I mean, this is why short answer. Yes. There, there is something more a hundred percent. And it's not just, it's not just more stuff. You know, it's a new, it's different life. It's a new life. And it's, it's becoming satisfied with, with what we need. Right. And, and being able to contribute into the world to, uh, to kind of bring the divine, bring beauty, bring something into this world through creative, the creative power we've been given. Right. I don't know. It's just and, and like, like I said, I don't have like an exact teaching on this, but I know that like the ability to create, it's not given to everything in this world. Sure. Everything in this world can have babies, but like my dog has never made a beautiful piece of art. Right. Like there's something unique and divine in the power of creating. Right. And, and we need to, we, we're losing it. Didn't I think. Father James say like last week that that is like how you can get close to God. Like when you experience true beauty, like that yeah, is when you're totally experiencing God. And I just think that there's so many ex- like creative expressions of beauty and yeah. wonder and awe that human beings, you know, it's like, oh, it's like uh young church on Sunday when we had like, these teenager musicians there. And I'm just like, they created art like right there and they're so young and they're mm. so talented. And it just brought so much like wonder and awe and joy to, uh, to us all. And, yeah. it, and, and like when you put that stuff out there, like it's, it doesn't uh, just make you happy or mm-hmm. fulfill your heart, but like so many people are um, like, so many people feel joy yeah, out of what totally. you put out in the world. And exactly. I can like, there are like a hundred million, like example after example of people that you and I each know yeah. who, when they created whatever, whenever they put something out into the world, that you, that you were like blessed by it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so like to take time and energy to realize that that is important right. for ourselves, but also for like, Right. Everyone. And I want to touch on the flip side of the coin for like two minutes and then we can wrap. Um, People who are always giving, people who are always creating, people who are always going outside of themselves need to, at some point, just like receive. Be fed. 
Yes. Yeah, right? Like, sometimes... Don't we all know that person? Yeah, we all know that person for sure. We all know sure. the person who's like, gives, gives, gives. There's, we have parishioners here who do that. And yeah. it's awesome. And we value them. And we're they're so important to everything we're doing here. But it's like, you're going to burn out. Yeah, take, take something for yourself. Take some time right, for yourself. It's okay. That's why I have catechists on adult confirmation who say like, hey, I need to take a semester off. And I'm like, good. Take it. Yeah. That's and then great. You come back super, yeah. super refreshed. Do what you need to do, man. Like, yeah. take your Wednesday nights. It's fine. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I think that's I think really important, too. Is it is. To it's important. It's like, self care. We're not even like preaching that, like, oh, a total consumption of like whatever is terrible. And you, we're not here to... saying capitalism is evil. We're no, not here saying all, any no. of that. Actually, we're not really saying this is just you and I really being like, you know what? Like, what is the this was you saying what's the answer to Yeah, this is an idea that I had and yeah. I don't know if it's worth having a conversation about. I guess it is. Yeah, no, definitely. Like it, I know for myself like whenever I am writing or like the things that I love to do, um I feel yeah. I feel great. Yeah. I feel great. Yeah, and I think I really do think there's something to it. I think there's something divine to it because it's who we were made to be. It's who we were created to be. We were created to create and to worship. And but to also and also and also to use who we are to create. Like not to go outside of ourselves and try to be like that right person over there creating, but like no. Like I have something to offer. Yeah. Like everyone, you guys all have something to offer. I thought it was really interesting the other day when you said you thought your gifts were curses. And I think we need to talk we have to have an so, episode yeah, that's about a big, gifts in the That's future. a huge big thing for me. Like I just need people not to kind of not suffer. I mean, that's a big word, suffer, because there's real suffering. But I think I suffered through too many years of looking at, like, personality or, like, things that I did as something that was not helpful, not good, mm. not right. And mm. so now I realize, oh, wait. Like, I'm just not ever going to be the person who's going to um, take the math problem. Right. The calculus problem. Right. And boom. And think it's, like, amazing, beautiful, wonderful. And put it out in the world. I'm not going to be that person, but that's okay. Like there are other things. And I love that math person. Yeah. Remember when we talked about the A, the type A personality? We're like, thank you, God, <laughs> for type A's. Thank you Yeah, being yeah. you. Yeah, it's important to create according to your gifts. And it's important to know what your gifts are. We should talk about that in another episode. Okay, that we'll sounds do it. great. For that sure. Great. All right. Well, that's this episode. Thanks for listening to us ramble. We appreciate it. We love you and we're praying for you. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share with your friends. And go be church. You know everyone totally tunes out as soon as we start like wrapping up like that. Yeah. They totally do. Yeah. 